Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one life plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. And tonight... That's a fucking good trailer. That is a good trailer. I... That is a... That is, I just watched that... I just watched this horrible movie, <laughs> watched that trailer and went, ooh! <laughs> ooh I'm a little intrigued. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, it, that's, that's what happened to everybody, like, the summer of 2009, whatever movie that was paired with, oh, say, like, Second Transformers or some shit like that. And what movie did we all get conned into watching? That's 2010's The Last Airbender. From Nickelodeon. <laughs> From Nickelodeon films, yeah. And directed by, and written by, quote-unquote, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Uh, we all should have known. <laughs> no, I stand by, he's not an awful director. He has a couple he's... of, he has a couple of tricks that he always goes to, and now everybody's figured them out. Yeah. Well, okay, so here, here's the thing. Here, here are the movies M. Night Shyamalan has made. Yeah. He made Sixth Sense. Fantastic. Great movie. Unbreakable. Fantastic. Signs. I like it. I hate that movie. Yeah, I know you that hate it. That movie's a it, piece of garbage. It, it starts getting decisive after that, because then there's The but Village. See, I, re- I can see why people like Signs. I don't. I think it's an ooey-gooey piece of mush who's trying too hard to control your emotions, and I don't like this kind of movies, but there's a lot of people who do love this. And movies. then next he made The Village, which I love you that enjoy movie. and I despise. I think that movie is amazing. Lady in the Water. I, I enjoyed it. Everybody else seems to hate it, though. <laughs> no, you know, all right, so having okay. talked to people who hate it, they didn't actually watch it. True. Then The Happening. Never watched it. And then this. Somebody watched The Happening and said, you know what? That guy should direct Avatar, The Last Airbender. Or did somebody see, um, like, Lady in the Water while he's making The Happening and go, do you have time in your schedule to add another one on? The Happening comes out, he's in the middle of Airbender, and they go, oh, fuck, what did we I've do? I've a terrible mistake. <laughs> So Happening's about uh, killer trees, right? Yeah. Shh! Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> what? Me, what did no. you <laughs> But first... 
Oh, we're not sober enough to talk about this movie. What should we drink first? Ooh. Ooh. How about from Slow Brew? Slow Brew. Uh, down at what, San Luis Obispo. We have their Reggae Red Red Wheat. Woo! This one-of-a-kind ale was born at our brew pub. Uh, um, what the hell? Huh? Amidst, uh, as I said, a moist. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Amidst influential musical acts like California's 80s reggae movement. Brown, there's one of those. Warm hominy of seven different malts, three types of hops, and a dash of hemp seeds makes Reggae Red a crowd pleaser. Yay! Mm. Let's pop this top. Yeah, the top. Ooh, my top. Obviously in a can. <laughs> it's in a pretty shiny red can. And the pour. By the way, if you hear a uh, chainsaw going in the background, it's yeah. actually Castor Troy. Well, uh, you, you may be wondering, why is the cat in the Podcat Studios? Because it's named after him. <laughs> uh. Castor Troy Studios? <laughs> All right, this is a beautiful red, very clear beer. Mm -hmm. A little bit of haze. It's got a white, frothy oh, wow. head that uh, dissipates fairly quickly. So he's got in for the taste. That's a nice, um, nice, well-rounded little beer. It's a little on the hoppy side for a wheat, as you might expect. It's got and a little for bit a red, of pine. It's a little bit of a hoppy red. Yeah, uh, it's also got a little bit of like a like a rye to it. I wonder if that's like the hemp seeds kind of giving it that. Yeah, I'd bet that. That little bit of a. Uh, God, I don't even know how to describe it. Just. Like a little bit of a shrewdnessy, but but it just kind of rounds out the flavor pretty good. Yeah, uh, adds to the hot bitterness. Mm. Yeah, this is a good beer. Yeah, check we it out. We have yet to have a beer from Slow Brew that we didn't like. Uh, by the way, Slow S L O stands for San Luis Obispo. Indeed. Yeah. And uh, the last Airbender. Oh, <laughs> the last. So we heard this movie was coming out, and you mm -hmm. and I said, "Hey, let's watch the TV show everybody's been talking about." blown away that a Nickelodeon show was as deep as that. Oh, the movie had been out for a while, though. Well, I don't know. We, yeah. It was going to come up. We are going to watch it. We watched yeah. three out of the four seasons? Uh, yeah, the first two, two and a half. Yeah. Uh, we, got, we got pretty good into it, and then Netflix stopped sending us the DVDs because it was on back order or something. It was like, oh, all right, well, wandered so off. Uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah, Steve was Steve is always a little bit skeptical of, skeptical of like cartoon shows. Yeah. Unless it's something established, like The Critic or The Simpsons. Yes. Or Bob's Burgers or BoJack Horseman. Something timeless and meaningful. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Nickelodeon, uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yeah. De definitely check that series out. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. I I'm sure the second half is even better. But. Great characters, interesting storylines. And uh, so, yeah, it's like four seasons and they're four books. Because in this yeah. world, there are like four elements and the world is divided into four hemispheres ruled by people who live within those elements so there's like the air people the fire people the water people and the earth people and they all have their own lands and the fire nation has decided to wage war on everyone they want to control the entire world and they completely wiped out all of uh the air people and then within this uh the people who you know, basically worship these elements. There are certain people called benders, so there's airbenders, firebenders, waterbenders, earthbenders, and they have the power to control that element. So they're kind of the warriors of this world. And then there's the avatar, which is the one being that can control all four of the elements and brings balance to the world and all that. Who's constantly reborn in yeah. very like monk, shamanistic uh, sense. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and he disappeared a hundred years before our story begins because apparently he ran away from home and he got lost. Yep, and that's why <laughs> all the fire kingdom came to destroy the air kingdom, and 
basically rule over and do whatever they want with the others because they're more of a you know peaceful villages and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, and so our story picks up. <laughs> um, well, first off, there's the uh, opening katas that are just like the cartoon, but with live action people. I thought that was kind of cool. That was not bad. That was that was not bad. And then there's a little scroll text basically saying what we've said. Uh, and then book one, water. Water. So they really... Which is the first se entire season. Yes. Uh, like 22 episodes or whatever. At least yeah. 15 episodes of uh, what... Yeah, it was like 22 minutes. It was like... Episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... But they got pretty far in that. Yeah, so about five or six hours per season. Um, and that five or six hours is pretty fast-paced. I mean, it's a yeah. Nickelodeon cartoon, so it's going all over the place all the time. Filling with <laughs> exposition, a lot of comedy and stuff going on. It's Extra fantastic. characters. Yeah, so to jam it all into an hour and 45 minutes or whatever this movie was, <sighs> that the pace is ridiculous there are seven or eight characters in this movie that are purely for exposition. Yeah, they had to create characters to just be exposition because it's covering a three-episode arc in a five-minute period. Yeah, but anyway, so the movie starts out, uh, we're up in the, the northern water kingdom, uh, basically uh, Eskimos. Eskimos living up there, uh, and there's one of the waterbender girls, uh, what's her name, Katara? Katara, Katara, yes. She's just learning how to control her powers. Her mom was supposed to teach her, but her mom got drug off and killed in an internment camp when she was a kid. Right. So her and her brother, who, oh, what's her brother's name? Uh, I forget, but he's like the funniest one in the cartoon, and they made him way too serious in this show. Yeah. Oh my god, what was his name? Anyway, brother, yeah. um, he does not have the power, but he, he wants to grow up and be a great fighter like his father, uh, who's off fighting the war. But he uh, he's kind of bad at everything. <laughs> and in the cartoon show... Especially cutting his hair. That hair... Oh, uh, his hair is awful. I, I know the hair is like it was in uh, in the cartoon, but it's also a white kid wearing it, and, yeah, so, and it's, in, so it's like the shaved on the side, like, ponytail thing. Remember the pictures of Kid Rock in high school and how cool he looked? Oh, yeah. He was cool <laughs> It was dude. basically like that. You know what it is? It's that 90s haircut that was so popular, um, but, like, grown out and put into a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so so she in doing her bending, she plays a little practical joke and dumps water on him. By the way, they're in the, at, Arctic. In the polar ice caps or whatever. It's like, oh, now your brother's going to freeze to death. That sucks. Right. <laughs> but no, they just kind of laugh it off and on to the next scene where they find something glowing under the ice while tracking a, a tiger. And No, a tiger seal. Tiger seal. remember, all the that's animals right, in this right, world right. are hybrids of animals from our world. <laughs> yeah. Like the dragonfly water buffalo? Is that what uh, <laughs> Appa. Appa's supposed to be? Appa's a flying, a flying buffalo. A flying buffalo with a beaver tail and six legs. And Appa's fucking awesome. And a beetle's haircut. You know what's terrible in the show? <laughs> Appa's the voice of reason. He really he is. He doesn't even talk. <laughs> he, he speaks volumes with his grunts. <clears throat> he does. <laughs> so yeah, they, uh, they discover something glowing under the water... Sister decides to try and raise it up with her powers, and uh, it turns out it's the Avatar! He got lost and stuck under the ice with his flying buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> 
so yeah, so so the avatar has been wiped or whatever. They take him back to the village, bring him back to health, and he's just like, oh, thanks. I must have just wandered off. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I gotta go home now. There's people waiting for me. Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay, we we'll can, go with you because then we have some splaining to do. Yeah. By the way, nobody does the splaining that uh, his people got wiped out and he's been gone for a hundred years till they get there and he finds the bones. Oh. Well, then the Fire Kingdom, oh, yeah, they, they right. see that he's been freed or whatever from they, the little ice thing. Yeah, they so can they, like feel his presence. So they come there. to the village. And it's at this moment mm-hmm. where I was having Willow flashbacks because they're dressed like the bad guys in Willow. They it's go through true. the village like, bring us the old people <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. It's like, oh, bring me the child. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we find uh, the main bad guy. Well, I guess. One of the main bad guys. One of the main bad guys, played by Dev Patel. Zhao. Yeah, General Zhao. Or Zuko. 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 Oh, Zuko. Yeah, Zuko. Zuko. Yeah, no, because Zhao is... Zhao is is the... The uncle? The brother, but he's the older brother, right? No, he's not a brother, because it's it's Zuko and his sister. So it's it's either his uncle or just, like, a general who's competing for his position. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been Uh, two years since we've watched this show. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, By the way, the... Uncle slash whatever the the commander of the armies or whatever mm-hmm. is played by Asif Manvi from The Daily Show, which yeah, I mean he plays a good asshole. He does play a good asshole, but he you're not scared of him at all. There's not a threatening bone in him. I he, think he he did good considering. Let's face it, how gentle he looks. He has he's a gentle very gentle demeanor. looking. Every line he delivers, it, 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 he's like at a roast. Like, like, he's always, like, doing the backhanded compliments and all that stuff, but it's never like, oh, he's a great warrior or anything like that. Like, he's one to be feared. No, it's just him being a, a douche. You know, all right, so this is... This is not an awful movie. No, no. But okay. it is awful well, compared to the source material. Yeah. And one of the biggest problems I have with it, aside from they just tried to cram way too much in an hour and a half, is um, the part of what makes the cartoon show so great is they're horrible things happening to so many of these characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, heart-wrenching stuff, but there's always like a little bit of levity around. There are characters who are funny, there like there are pets who are funny. There's there's nothing funny in this movie. Yeah. The brother is hilarious in the show, which yeah. is with his like trying and constantly failing, but he will never give up ever. Yeah. And in this he's just kind of like we need to go now. Yeah, he's got, he's like you know, <clears throat> moving the plot forward a little bit, which you know, obviously you're trying to jam it all, and you gotta have to have that. But yeah, no, no real bits of humor. What is his char- What is, what is his main character trait in this movie? Yeah, I don't know. Being wide eyed and telling them they need to go. I know. Towards the end, he becomes uh, Anakin Skywalker. It's true. <laughs> With his uh, Anakin and Padme relationship, but that's that's later on. To be um, fair, what is and are any of the characters' personalities except for you get a little bit of Zuko that he's just kind of like shamed and he's trying to earn his. Oh, you get exposition dumped on you from all over the place. But he pulls a he... random child aside to dump exposition about his it's backstory. True. <laughs> but but he like to be fair, he's the only one who even has personality in this show like well, even ang is you by know, the way they pronounce ang's name wrong the entire movie it's all about ang and ong and it's because he's ang in the cartoon show yeah he's ang yeah in this they keep calling him ong yeah. and it's not ong it's a-a-n-g got it's fun ang. facts about that <laughs> i got fun fact excuses about that <laughs> mm, i'm sorry um, when you're pulling from source material <laughs> It, you should get the main character's name right. 
You think? Uh, well, in inning, he does a little bit of acting. I mean, he's got a story where he's like, you know, he's like he's like Captain America. He was frozen for a long time, and he's coming to realize the world is completely different from when he left. And oh yeah, he's no, got the, a... the actors all tried in this movie. I'm just saying that you don't get to see enough of any one character at any given time to get to get any character from them. It's true. 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 What is Ing's personality in this movie? Um, he's conflicted because he knows he's the Avatar, but he doesn't want to be the Avatar. Okay, but, like, is he friendly? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is he as... He's not, he's not as funny as he is in the show. Is he funny oh, no. in this movie at all? He doesn't all? have time to be funny. Yeah, like... <laughs> he's got to be moving along. He's got an entire book to get through. <sighs> yeah. Continue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where were we? <laughs> So basically, we find out that uh, yeah. we got to get Aang back to the Fire Nation or to well, the no, Air Nation. Yeah, to, he's got to learn to bend. Um, and the first person to teach him is Katara, teaching him how to water bend. But she's not a master by any means. No. Um, but so she's they, teaching they're trying him along to find the way. scrolls so that she can learn to teach him. Yeah, and then they also go to the Earth Kingdom. That's right. You know, the Earth Kingdom, so the Earth Benders there can teach him how to do that while she's trying to figure it out for herself. No, they go to the Earth Kingdom first. That's right. Yes. Okay, yeah. sorry. And then they find that most of the... All the Earthbenders have been imprisoned by the Fire Nation because, you know, they're like, oh, if you're bending, you can't be bending. Boom, you're in prison. Yeah. However, it's one of the most open prisons I've ever seen in my fucking life. So I feel like if you have a bunch of people who have magical powers of, say, moving the Earth, and you put them all together... In an Earth prison? In an Earth prison? Yeah. I feel like I feel like solitary confinement would be more efficient if that's what you're trying to do, or just scattering them amongst all the villages. Like yeah. each village just gets one earthbender. Ha ha! You're fucked now. Yeah. Versus like we're gonna gather you all up and put you in one spot. Oh, yeah. and we're gonna hit your kids from time to time. That won't <laughs> anger you, right? You can see us be brutal rulers, but and that leads to when uh, Ang and them show up. Uh, well, they get imprisoned in there with them. Mm-hmm. And then it leads to one of the more ambitious things M. Night was trying to do with this movie. And I, it's like a one-shot escape scene. Like, it's all one-shot with the cameras rotating around. However, the thing that really sucks about it is the special effects. <laughs> now, the it, special effects yeah. aren't that horrible. They're not awful, movie. but with the 360, it shows off more of their flaws than... Well, and then it's like four or five people doing a coordinated dance to lift a rock. And then that well, rock that's... is thrown. It seemed very... <clears throat> I don't know. The it, it seemed like when George Lucas added all those things in uh the relaunching of the Star Wars trilogy, like it just that doesn't need to be that that's obviously not supposed no. to be there. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and that's something that they don't talk about. They don't even give one line with all the exhibi- exposition in this movie. They don't talk about how some benders are stronger than others. Yeah. And so that scene I guess was supposed to show and not tell except for it goes like it's you just see like and, you know, one guy's raising entire cliffs up, and then mm-hmm. five guys lift a medium-sized boulder that they could have just physically picked up, probably. Yeah, um, yeah two guys just throw it harder and faster than anything we did Yeah, before. and it's like, if you watch the show, you know, like, oh, I mean, this is the best these guys can do, and then it takes, uh, you know, a fifth guy to huck it at them, but they don't mention that at all. Yeah. yeah. So it just becomes like, well, why? Yeah, yeah. So ambitious shot, but just didn't work for anybody. Yeah. Uh, so they escape. Uh, oh, after a couple, uh, I don't know what M Night thing is with the extreme close-ups. Whenever people are doing the most <laughs> benign dialogue, it's like, okay, you're t- two clicks in too far. 
You're seeing, right. like, nostril hairs and shit. Oh, and, yeah, so after this escape, Aang does a little bit of earthbending. He finally, like, actually admits he's the airbender, even though we already know he's the airbender. But, uh, he, and he tells them, like, but I was never trained in the other elements. I only know air. And uh, Katara's like, well, cool, let's just train you and everything else. We're here in the Earth Village, let's learn Earth. And he's like, actually, I have to learn water next. So let's go back to your homeland where we were. And I probably should have told you guys this, like, nine days ago. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, Aang's a dick for that. And it's about this time we're introduced to another character, the Fire Lord. Yes! Who you don't learn about until, like, the third season. You, oh, you only see him in, like, silhouette or, like, raging fire behind Which him. Which so he's just so a silhouette. effective in and the it, show. It's menacing. It's like Darth Vader and Skeletor and, like, one of these yes. badass villains that's just held to the end until you see him in all of his he's brilliance. He's the guy who's going to fight his kids to the death. Yep. This is this guy. Yes. His own children to see which one's stronger. And then you see him casually walking down the road being advised by hall. Asif Mondby. And it's actor Cliff Curtis, who's great, great, great actor. But you totally lost the opportunity to keep... You, he's he's the Snoke in this universe, or whatever. You save him for, like, the sequel. This is how you sequel back. Yes. Everybody wants to see the Fire Lord. Yeah, who <laughs> is the Fire Lord? And it's the most benign scene. Like, he, it's just him walking down a hall, and the other guy going, like, I'm so sorry, but your son got in the way. Dumping exposition. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and he just, like, turns around and is like, I'm just disappointed in everybody. And he's not intimidating. No. You, to the point where Steve and I are looking at each other going, like, oh, wait. Oh, That's is he supposed Lord. to be the Fire Lord? Yeah. Oh, I guess he's Fire Lord. He's the guy in charge. Well, this is fucking stupid. There was another character we had to double check, make sure we were watching. Had the same person. The, the uncle. uncle. He was my favorite <laughs> character in the show. So yeah. Zuko is the the prince of the Fire Kingdom. He's been dishonored because he lost a fight to his sister. Yeah. Um, his father exiled him until he can prove himself worthy of the crown. This is how brutal this guy um, is. Until he finds the Avatar and brings it back to the Fire Kingdom. Yes. Um. And so Zuko's uncle lost his son, and he's supposed to be this like brilliant strategist. He's part of the reason why the Fire Kingdom have won every battle, except for the one battle he lost, he lost his son in, and it kind yeah. of broke him. So now he's going to take care of Zuko, and in the show, he's kind of just like given up his ways of war, and all he wants to do is like eat noodles and drink tea and play games. <laughs> just enjoy life. And yeah. he's just like, Zuko, we could settle down in a little town and you could marry a girl and we could just be happy. And Zuko's, you know, full of fire and rage and like, Uncle, stop wasting your talents! Yeah. And in this, Uncle, first off, doesn't look like Uncle at all because Uncle in the show is kind of a chubby, just yeah. jolly, he, gentle like creature. He's like a 70-year-old, <laughs> you know, he's more like a grandpa kind of figure. Yeah, um, and he's just kind of like, quiet and gentle unless you anger him in which case it's like oh that's why he's fucking general yeah i mean i mean the actor that plays him in this perfectly fine he's, he he's, did a great he's got a couple great scenes and stuff but it was just like wait that's the uncle yeah he's, i guess it makes sense more the brother's age or you know the the fire lord's age but okay <laughs> yeah he's a fine actor yeah and he would have honestly i think the actor who played the uncle in this should have been the fire lord mm-hmm and he would have been... I feel like he could be more menacing. Definitely more intimidating looking, just with the facial hair and the long mm -hmm. uh, dreadlocks or, I don't know, whatever. The way they did his hair and that, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like I f And just, like, the looks on his face, like, when he when he has his rage scene, which we're going to get to. Yeah! <laughs> uh, you know I'm all about those vengeance scenes. Oh, uh, he's just more intimidating in general, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, then after this, um, mm -hmm. yeah, as you mentioned, Ong says um, he has to go back to the Air Temple... Uh, 
to... No, he's, I, they have to go back to the... It's, okay. the air, it's the air temple, because remember he beats the monk? Oh, they're heading back to the Water Nation, so he can learn waterbending. Oh. oh, yeah. And he okay, wants yeah, yeah. to stop... There, He knows there's an air temple in the region, and he wants to go, because when he was at the first air temple, when he found the bones right. of his teacher... Oh, my God, that was... <laughs> all of the bones in the field. By the way, incredibly well-preserved for having been there for 100 years. <laughs> exactly. And not, like, covered in dirt, only, like, a few leaves. Oh, and they find... I forgot it's his name, but uh, his, his bat monkey... Oh. His bat lemur. Yeah, yeah. Um, but whose name they don't say in the show, motherfuckers. But who's also one of the funniest characters in the show and like has like no scenes and is completely pointless. But anyway, uh, yeah, so when Aang finds everyone he's ever loved just skeletonized and recognizes them by their necklaces, yeah. uh, he has a vision from a dragon god and uh, he wants to have another one. So he decides to go over to the air temple where yeah. he runs into... An earthbender who comes to take care of the air temple, even though it's not his temple, and shows Aang a secret room with statues of every airbender before him, all his past lives. All the avatars, yeah. Yeah, yeah all, that's what I meant, all the avatars. Because, yeah, the, the avatar, uh, every time he dies and he's reborn, he's it rotates through. And that's how come they knew to wipe out the airbenders, because they knew when the avatar was reborn, he was an airbender. So that's why the Fire Nation started the war 100 years ago, is, well, if we wipe out the airbenders... We'll just wipe everybody out until the Avatar is a firebender. This is a great plan. <laughs> I mean, it's sound. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so he gets there, but then the monk double crosses him, and the Fire Nation's there, and the, they're hiding behind all the statues, which is actually quite impressive. If oh they yeah, could really pull it off. If they could be, if that many people could be that quiet. Yeah, and so they imprison Aang, Ong, Ong, Ong. Um, and so then they take him to no they they put him inside they, a ship and they suspend him so he can't make that's any right of his that's movements. right it's on the ship no no it's somewhere with a bridge they, oh, keep, right. they keep oh. him there at the temple no I think well I don't think it's that temple I think it's like their like headquarters like in the region or something yeah yeah okay. yeah I think it's the fire headquarters in that region it's very vague yeah <laughs> because they have like three minutes to get this shit done yeah exactly he's like hands <laughs> and cut. So they have him, you know, hanging with his arms up and all that stuff. Asif Manvi, or yeah, uh, Zhao comes in, gives a menacing comment, and he is not to be killed. He tells all the people. Because he'll be reborn, and then we got to hunt the motherfucker down again. Exactly. Um, and then a mysterious blue monkey-like creature kind of comes The blue in. demon. The blue demon, yeah. Comes in, starts kicking some ass, He's breaks him out of really there. really cool kabuki mask. I'm yeah. going to give it that. That is a cool outfit. It was pretty sweet. Uh, so freeze them, and they, and they basically end up having they to fight, fight their, their way out of, against the entire fire army. Not a bad scene at all. No, not at all. And they, like, cut through the army training grounds, and they're, like, hiding behind mannequins and jumping over yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's that, that circle training thing with the, yeah. the the little boards that spin around and stuff, and he's, like, controlling with the air to, like, help deflect things and, like, keep people in there. So he's basically fighting them one at a time. So yeah. that at least makes sense, even though he's always fighting him one and maybe two at a time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the, this movie the has so much potential. The choreography just, in this movie is not bad. I will give yeah. it that. There are some very cool fight scenes, and in the scenes, honestly, the the air bending scenes work. The CGI on the air works, and I think it's because air is invisible, so you're more see, you more see the after effects of the air bending. Yeah, but yeah, they're fine. Yep. And how did they, do you remember how they escaped, sweetie? Uh, oh, uh, Aang creates the fog. 
that rolls in. Oh, even before that. Oh. The blue demon, uh, you know, it, again, Zal screaming, you can't kill the Avatar! And so the blue demon, like, oh, grabs right. him from behind, holds the knife to his throat, and then they're like, uh, let, let us go. We're like, all right, let them go. Pretty much. What? <laughs> well, because it's going to be harder for a baby to be born and then for them to try and figure out where he was born, who he is. They, they're like, they're going to have to wait 15 years before they can figure out who the next Avatar is. By the time he rises to potential. All right, 11. Sorry, Aang's like 11. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 11. And we find out later. Take out the blue demon. Period. True. Oh, no, it slices the throat. Spoiler alert, they're on a three, they have a three-year time span they're working in right now. That's true. So they don't have time to wait for the Avatar to be reborn. Yeah, so they let him go, and then Avatar, uh, Aang, (laughs) meets the fog, and they disappear in the night. Oh, but they, oh. That's right. But they he do says, take my advice because the blue demon gets shot in the fucking face. Yeah, he says, let them go. They get to the end of the bridge <laughs> and then General Zhao turns around and goes, what are you waiting for? And there's yeah. a catapult and the blue demon gets struck right in the head and knocked the fuck out. As it should have been in the first fucking place. And Aang cranks a bunch of uh, <laughs> fog as people start to run down the bridge so they get all confused. Yeah. And then Aang goes to leave and he lifts the mask. And who's under the mask of the blue demon? Zuko. Zuko. Why would he rescue him? To redeem himself. Yeah. So Aang drags him into the middle of the forest and, and then leaves, leaves him, him there. Leaves him there. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a couple aspirin in his hand just for when he makes stuff. <laughs> a little note. Thanks for saving me. You need this. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> but it's in like ancient Aramaic. <laughs> the fuck is this chicken scratch? <laughs> and uh, it's at this time. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, there's some Lord of the Rings music. I have that noted here. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then... Uh, Ong meets up with uh, Katara and her, her brother, brother. Uh, we'll call him Anakin, uh, and they go to the North Water Kingdom, where we meet Princess Penis Hair. <laughs> so, if you watch this movie, first off, good on you. Uh, you'll know the scene I'm talking about, because you first see the princess from the back, and her hair is a silver penis. It's true. Period. Which is a shame, because in the show, she is such a cool character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and spoiler alert, she lasts more than ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really rushed. Again, because you have, like, a four-episode like, four story arc crammed in an hour. Oh, oh, they had the montage earlier in the movie, where it was, like, four or five episodes just skipped in the montage. Like, oh, yeah, go to this village and adventure, this village, and learn how the to do this. The brother is Soka. Soka. Not Zuko. Soka. Soka. That's right. Oh, that's right. It's like S O K K A or something. Yeah. Like that, right? yeah. Uh, then we have a general that shows up, spouting even more exposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's water demonstration. Uh, we <clears throat> find out Zao's a douche. Zao's a douche. That. <laughs> and then there's the uh, Anakin and Padme walking through the palace with uh, Suko and the princess in <laughs> his hair. It's true. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm gonna like you almost immediately. And, Oh, yes, what, what? Oh, my grandma would love to meet you, and she'd ask you so many questions. What would she ask me? Like, why is your hair white? And, and we find out... Like a penis. Well, and we find out that uh, when the princess was born, she was basically a stillborn, and the king and the queen took her down to the water spirits who live in the palace and are two koi fish, it yeah. turns out. And they they hold the power for every waterbender in the entire waterbending kingdom in these two koi fish. And they took them down, and the koi fish gave part of their life force to bring her back. 
and apparently it turned her hair white. Yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. Again, watch the cartoon if you do anything. The cartoon is fucking awesome. It's so cool and it's so deep. <laughs> and so yeah, so Soka and the princess are deep, falling deeply in love. And then what falls from the sky? Ash, 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 ash. Stop. <laughs> it's the motherfucking Fire Kingdom. Oh. Yeah. So the Fire Kingdom shows up. Because, <laughs> you know, they're in these giant tanker ships uh, that's, you know, fire, so they spew all the smoke, and it was yeah. going to the coming down as ash. That's where that came from. Yeah. Um, and then the battle. Um, yeah. And Zuko is there too. He sneaks Zuko in. Sneaks, well, everybody's distracted by the warships. He sneaks yeah. in. And uh, he and the king have decided they are going to murder the, uh, the the water spirits and render the entire water kingdom defenseless. That's Zhao. Oh, sorry, Zhao. Zuko is going to oh, get that's the, right. the Avatar. Um. That's right. He's going for the Avatar, and the uncle is playing both sides. Yeah. He's helping Zuko and while trying to be buddy-buddy with Zhao. Yeah. That's right, because Zhao also sneaks sneaks yeah in. he he sneaks in um right, and so much sneaking the water kingdom is terrible at their job yeah they <laughs> for for having this impenetrable fortress they're able to penetrate it almost immediately <laughs> <laughs> instant penetration <laughs> like from all angles too like they get the shocker from the fire kingdom <laughs> <laughs> Lizard things from uh, Star Wars Episode Three show up. Off it's of this true, airship. and lizard things are in the show, but they were not well designed in this. Yeah, not nearly not the same. Oh, and uh, Ong is meditating, and he's saying like, "I may have to meditate up to four days to get this vision that I need to move yeah. on." And that's as the Fire Kingdom is attacking, and so yep. he's unbeknownst by it. Um, and that's how Zuko, when he first sneaks in, fights off Katara. And then takes him to another room just to kind of wait out the battle. And then Ong comes to, but his hands are tied. And spoiler alert, he escapes because he's clever and he's the, the Avatar. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, whole bunch of Zhao stuff. murders one murders. of the, the water uh, spirits. Which, by the way, if I was a water kingdom, that's where I would have all of my guards. Right? Okay, I'm sorry. If that's or, all of the power, or at least a guard, anybody. Um, but the uh, but uncle, uncle Iro, he uh, uh, uncle does not believe. Uncle is very he's very old fashioned and has such reverence for all of the spirits. And so, like when they, when Zhao says like we're gonna go and capture the water spirits, you know, uncle's like, oh, it's gonna be a great honor to get to meet a water, you know, to get to meet any spirit. Like I don't even care which which spirit it is. And so when Zhao murders the water spirit, mm-hmm. Uncle has the greatest anger scene. Yeah. <laughs> the zoom in on the eyes was so yeah, weird. It was so totally, weird. It was totally like the kill bill, but fire. And this is our first time seeing Uncle like release his rage. Yeah. But again, it's one of those things like, oh, he's a very he kind, gentle old man. He doesn't so much as light a candle mm. or anything with his abilities or anything. Oh, no, he does like light the one candle to do the airbender test at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. But yeah, yeah, no, but like you get this like that he's very reserved and then he goes full just like fire arms, fire yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. scares the shit out of everybody flees. Mm-hmm. All sides. <laughs> yeah, as, as they should. <laughs> um, and so then it's like, oh no, the moon spirit's dead and the uh, waterbender's 
all of they all powers. they all lose their power. The moon turns red. The yeah. ocean starts really upheaving, and the princess knows what she has to do. She has to sacrifice herself for the moon, uh, the moon spirit. That's what it was. Because she has part of them in her, so she yeah. can give it back. And then there's the teary Anakin Padme, like, no, you can't do it, you can't die. No, I and then she's you. like, I must, I must sacrifice for the good. Mm. Okay. What kind of princess would I be if I let this happen to my people and my spirits? Yeah. Hey, princess, maybe hire a few more guards for the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... You need a great military strategist, like, like the uncle. <laughs> if, I feel like if a clever raccoon could wipe out your kingdom, maybe something begins to change. <laughs> Yes. I'm just going to throw that. Oh, honey, what would happen if a raccoon ate the moon spirits? Mm, that would have been unfortunate. Moon raccoon! <laughs> <laughs> As he ascends to his tree kingdom. <laughs> Bring me out of the garbage! <laughs> For which I may feast! <laughs> the most powerful trash panda in the world! <laughs> Steve, I have a new superhero. And that's how pandas were made. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not until book three. It's true. <laughs> All right. So then we get the uh, the brothers, Zuko and Zhao. They meet on a bridge. Yeah. It's about to be a fire They're fight. They're not brothers. Or, what? I, I swear they've got to be brothers. They're not brothers. I'm going to look it and, up, but they right, not anyways. brothers. The, the adversaries meet on the bridge. Yes. There's about to be a Mortal Kombat fight on the pit. Uh... But alas, it is not to be. Zuko runs off, and then four waterbenders come in place, <laughs> and they drown Zhao. Oh, it's, a, that is actually a very cool scene. Is, I was actually like, oh shit, this just got brutal. Yeah. Because <laughs> they surround him in water and basically have him like a floating water orb for a minute or so until he just yeah. drowns, and then they just drop his ass on the bridge, and it's like, done. And then they all <laughs> run away. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, they leave him behind, but... Alright, so, and then, basically from there, uh, you get the big wave dance, when Ong comes to... Uh, basically, Ong is free, and his hands are freed. He makes a big wave, it sends the Fire Kingdom and their ship away. It's a pretty cool little scene. Uh, yeah. Face, uh, hit or miss, but... Yeah, sends him off. And then, uh, basically, after the Fire Kingdom's shut off, we're back to... The Fire Lord, who's talking ever so quietly to somebody out his window, as if, you know, you're just passing the time. He's like, well, I've been disappointed by those around me. Now you're in charge of bringing me the Avatar. Bum, bum, and then we pan to his daughter. Who, yeah. Who apparently is this firebending... Prodigy. Prodigy, that's She's the, the prodigy, which is why her brother has been a... Uh, just completely disregarded. And then roll credits directed, <laughs> written, produced, and catered by Matthew Knight Shyamalan. I uh, love it. What does the M stand for? Um, Merciless. I'm, I'm guessing Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Markevious. So yes, I'm looking up on fandom the uh, Avatar Wiki. Uh, General Zhao is just a general who oh, okay. basically. Uh, for the uh, the Fire Lord to like, you know, his threat to him all the time is, if you do a bad job, I'll replace you with my son. Yeah, and I accept yeah, well, my son. So, well, that's why I was like, okay, 
I, I was thinking like, okay, no, maybe no, it's, maybe it's like another brother, like his younger brother, nope. but he's obviously like ten years older than nope. Zuko. So the Fire Lord's just that big a dick. Like you know that guy I uh, exiled. I'll replace you with the him general that probably replaced Uncle. <clears throat> That's probably like well, I, Uncle I, was I, the strategist. Well, he's still like so, general he's just like the head. But. He's just yeah. He yeah, this, okay. yeah. So I was just like the right hand man, and he gets threatened with it. Yeah, it was uh, Zuko and his sister were the ones who just were always going at each other. Indeed. Well. We're going to take a little break for a moment and uh, yeah. enjoy this word from our sponsors. Woo! Hulk Hogan's Pet Shop! <laughs> yeah, brother! Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hi, I'm Phil. Oh. Did, did someone just did someone just sign off of AOL? I'm Paul. I really don't have a lot on this. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is rolling off the rails real quick. And I'm Dennis. Dude, I, I am so guys. mixed up today. Just don't even listen to me anymore. And together we are. Well. No, not Voltron. We are Useless Debates in Pop Culture, a weekly... Or we at least try to be. ...podcast that allows you to pick the winner. <laughs> ding, ding. ding. By no means the a lamp. internet strikes again. Yeah, for sure. We will debate anything. So if you want to hear debates on such useless topics as best Val Kilmer role... Ooh, Tombstone! Tombstone! Or best movie soundtrack... American Graffiti! Or the most successful former boy band member... JT. Then tune into our show. Your podcast is so well named... <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play. And our website, uselessdebate.com. All right, there we go. Thank God. <laughs> Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to and then every other other week we ate your cues with our mailbag or you know talk about whatever yeah, no big whoop no no big whoop at all so that's what were they thinking you can catch us on podbean youtube itunes google play stitcher and more uh, also a ton of platforms that brendan made up hi guys we interrupt your favorite podcast to Interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then, how are we? I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S O U P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday, 
Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the superiority complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the superiority complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. All right, welcome back, and be sure to check out those podcasts. They're fucking fantastic. <laughs> Bad fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, sweetie, you interested in uh, some fun facts? I need a beer first. Oh, well, we got that for you. I'm, I'm drowning in my sorrows the way that Zowie was drowned by Ocean Spirit Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> well, Throw me a life preserver that is something delicious and alcoholic. Well, I'll do some the exact opposite, and I'll throw you an anchor. Woo! It's uh, Anchor's Barrel Ale, which is a tribute to the pioneer brewer Fitz Maytag. Um, oh, it's a long ass description, but basically, I think it's a combination of like three different brews that they made is like a brown and a porter and some other things. So, and then barrel aged because that's hopefully some old foghorns in there. Yeah, hopefully. Let's see. Oh. And popping the top. Oh, my top. Ooh. So, fun fact for those who don't know Anchor Brewing, who makes Anchor Steam Beer here in San Francisco, was started by the Maytag family. Yes, that's that right. Maytag. Those Maytags. Not the Maytag man, but the family that hired him. <laughs> the family that owns him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so here's the pour. Ooh, that looks... That is a dark beer. That looks fantastic. Mm. So, a little bit of light passes through it. Surprisingly clear for as dark as it is. Nice yeah. ruby highlights. Mmm. Got a nice uh, barrel-aged little oaky aroma on there. A little bit of coffee. Steve's going oh, in for yeah. the sip. Definitely a little bit of coffee. Almost mm. like a little, must be a whiskey barrel because you get a little bit of like the vanilla and like a little, um, yeah. little whiskey note. Oakiness, yeah. This is a good beer, Steve. Yeah, head dissipates quickly. Surprisingly well carbonated for this kind of beer. Usually they do lower carbonation. Yeah. But Usually they're a little flatter, especially when they're barrel aged just because of time. But. This works. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> drink this beer. Go find it and drink it. Yeah, you may have to get it actually at the brewery here in San Francisco, but uh, top me off a little bit more. If you are able to find it, do it. Do it, do it now. God damn, that is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like chocolate and whiskey. What what more do you need? <laughs> mm, chocolate whiskey teeny. All right. So fun facts. Fun facts. Super fun facts. Cause fun fun facts. Well, this is an award-winning movie, sweetie. This, Seriously. Yep. This movie won the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Picture. <laughs> yes! In the yeah. Um, here's another thing that I thought was kind of funny in watching the movie. It was like, I, I held it back so I wanted to surprise you. In Britain, uh, bender is a slang term for a male homosexual. Yes! So lines in the movie such as, look out, he's a bender, resulted in plenty of giggling in the United <laughs> Kingdom movie theaters, making it difficult for audiences to take the film seriously. I love that. I could totally see Thank you, Britain. Mm. <laughs> uh, the film was intended to be part of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. However, due to its poor reception, Nickelodeon scrapped the other two, and it wasn't until 2015 where Nickelodeon decided to revive the trilogy. That's a goddamn lie. No one's ever seen anything of that ever again. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> maybe oh, they're working on it now, honey. Maybe. Ooh. If it's a four-year movie. <gasps> John Carpenter's The Last Airbender. Tarantino's The Last Airbender? <laughs> I would be down. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. 
Caster's I, in. I mildly enjoyed M. Night Shyamalan's Last Airbender at some points, but no, it, All right. it definitely could have been done better. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and grant this movie. This is not an awful movie. It's not the worst movie ever made, as some no. people say. It's, this is not an awful movie. This is a actually surprisingly boring movie for as yeah. much action, because you don't care about any of the characters. Yeah. But compared to the source material, this is truly awful. Yeah. 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 You just got such a high expectation of it, and it comes yeah. out average. Yeah, when it, 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 it comes out like, like Jupiter Ascending or like one of those teeny kind of like the the teenage literature ones that kind of come across as like I really don't care about Bella and her fucking werewolf and vampire boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, this movie actually reminded me a lot of those like quick and easy like '90s teen movies. You know, the thing, like, just with, like, way too much green screen, and I don't know, something about this movie felt very, like, 90s and dated, even though, you know, it was 2000, what, 2000, 2010, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Noah Ringer, the actor that played uh, Ong, submitted... Ang. Which is it, sweetie? It's Ang. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, submitted an audition tape of himself doing martial arts with a completely shaved head, um, and the arrow tattoo pointed onto his forehead... Uh, the video is what won him the role. Good for him. Obviously, he knows acting ability. <laughs> Just, he was fine. Yeah, he was all right. He yeah. had terrible lines. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a lot of it. Like, the actors weren't horrible. They just Everybody tried in this movie. Lot. I don't think yeah. anybody mailed it in. It just was too rushed, and the script was bad. Yeah. Sorry, M. Knight. You, mail, you mailed the script in, which ruined your actors' performances. What do you think the budget on this movie was, sweetie? Uh, $116 in a six-pack. One hundred and fifty million dollars. God damn it! From Nickelodeon. God damn it! And Nickelodeon did not give the film any nominations for the 2011 Kids Choice Awards, despite the fact that they had spent so much money on it. Good for them. They recognize their flaws. <laughs> Shenanigans. I don't know. Those Transformers kept winning all those uh, MTV <laughs> <laughs> Moonman or whatever. So uh, yeah, because that's MTV. Yeah. Uh, and here we are. According to M. Night Shyamalan, the mispronunciation of the names of some of the characters, all of them, is due to the fact that he wished to honor the source material and use the Asian pronunciation. It's a Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what he's saying. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are your fun facts. <laughs> Uh, why do I just want to punch M. Night in the face? Mm. And I'm an M. Night apologist, and I want to punch him in the face. Yeah, did she mention she actually liked the village? I like the village. You know what? My mother likes the village, too. Oh, yeah. The woman who brought you such great movies as uh, A Boy and His Dog. <laughs> yes. Such other episodes on our podcast about questionable movies as... Boy and His Dog is fucking fantastic, especially the very last line of the movie. Yeah, it's alright. That last line of the movie, you turned to both me and her and were like, no! Yeah. No! <laughs> oh, only because I expected to go there and it actually did. That was awesome. <laughs> anyway, another beer, my dear? Yes, but could you slap the cat real quick? He's trying to eat my boot shoelace and I don't want him to. Wait, bitch. Alright, <clears throat> there we go. Yes, we need more drinks! Ooh, this is one you picked up today. Yeah, it is. Uh, every time... Boucher de Noël Stout. A stout brewed with coffee and cocoa beans. <laughs> cocoa uh, beans! Is this from Trader Joe's? It is from Trader Joe's. Oh, there we are. Uh, Campanology Brewing. Ooh. 
All right. Bring out the jingly uh, bottle opener. Jingle, jingle, jingle. All right. And pop in the top. Oh, my top. There you go. And There's a cup behind you. Yeah, there sure is. All right. He's going in, getting ready for the pour. Pour in our hops for housing cup. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. that's pretty bare. Ooh, it is 8%. I just noticed on the side of the bottle. Yeah. Ooh, I gotta suck some head. Suck that head, girl. Mmm. 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 good? Mmm. 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 Are you wanting me to describe the beer? Mm -hmm. It is very dark. Uh, nice khaki colored head. Very fizzy, but uh, light does not seem to penetrate it. That's what I, I was trying to say. Light does not I, penetrate I this I know. Beard. That's why I was uh, hearing you like, what is it, my child? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. my. What is it, young boy? <laughs> I'm sorry that my mouth is full of head. <laughs> Never be sorry. <laughs> then stop mocking but, me. As long as it's mine. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I sorry. wish our cats wouldn't stop knocking over the microphone. Yes, it's always the cats. <laughs> By the way, fun fact, you can blame the cats when shit happens. <laughs> Yeah, this is a lovely, super chocolatey, little bit of coffee beer. This does not taste like 8%, even a little mm. bit. Oh, yeah, that's dangerous. That is, that's a lot like the uh, barrel-aged beer we just had. But, yeah, very chocolatey. This uh, this definitely mm. tastes fresher because it's not barrel-aged. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, this, like, tastes like brownies. Mm. Like, if you were making a brownie beer, this is a brownie beer. Hey, sweetie, let's make a brownie beer. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Coming next week. No. <laughs> Everything uh, I learned from brownies. Beers take a little longer than that, unfortunately. <laughs> Steve, how many viewers do you think we could get for a uh, a brownie-based podcast where all we do is review brownies? It'd definitely be a niche market, I'm sure. <laughs> if you want to send us brownies, contact us we, at Everything have, I Learned From Movies. We have a special interview with Dolly Madison. <laughs> Mm. Little Debbie, can you answer for your sins? <laughs> <laughs> what is this abomination of a brownie? No. Uh, so, sweetie, what did we learn from the last Airbender? I learned that uh, that that a overexcited raccoon could wipe out the entire water nation. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> How about you, honey? What did you learn from this movie? I uh, I learned that someone could mess up Avatar and kind of turn it into a bad movie. With such good source material. Yeah, I mean, so again, this movie isn't the worst movie ever made. Don't don't get don't get your hopes up on that. It's it's no, it's there decent, are much worse movies than this. But it's not super fantastic like it should be. Like with its its strong core story, its different character developments, and all that. It's super interesting characters who you root for. I mean, I understand you can't make a three three and a half hour movie for kids like they were, you know, they probably should have done with this. Split it into part one and part two. Uh, yeah. Book one, chapter one. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I was saying, um, the whole battle at the water temple with the princess in that, realistically, you could have made that the movie. Yeah. Yeah, you could have cut it there. And, and then, then, well, you make, like, that story arc the movie, and then you get a prequel and a sequel out of the first one. You go the Hobbit on this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, go on an incredible journey with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I, also, I also learned uh, mm -hmm. the way that Avatar <laughs> saves the world is by changing hearts. Yes, because that's the fifth element. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is heart. 
Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. And together, the Avatar becomes Captain Planet. He's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> How many the, franchises can we drag into this? Oh, we can bring them all in, I think. <laughs> uh, but we're not going to. <laughs> womp, so womp. so how does fast and the furious work into the no. <laughs> general hobbs wait <laughs> look you're gonna give me wait, that wait, avatar wait. Steve, and we're gonna take him back to the fire kingdom steve we reboot it the rock is the fire lord yeah but... <laughs> yes <laughs> but you don't find out till like the third no. we just have his silhouette because he's so fucking busy making fast and furious movies you just need his silhouette and then we voice over yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I think what we're trying to say is we could have made a better Last Airbender movie. Let's do it. Starring the rats and the cats. No. We already have one that's naked. I can draw an arrow on her forehead. Oh, Jesus. I just have to teach her how to do some karate. All right. Well, stay tuned for uh, <laughs> written, directed, produced, catered, and fed by Izzy Fisher Productions. <laughs> Who wants to see a hairless rat spin a baton? I do. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be fun putting him the little kite thing so we can glide across the room. Oh, Chalupa would love to fly. Actually, she really wouldn't. <laughs> and I know you would love to put her in one of those uh, little ice cube balls yes. or whatever for that first scene where she's freed. Yes, Caster can be Appa. <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, while well, I try to drink that away. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at being apathetic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, thank you for listening. Uh, yes. I know this is kind of a longer episode, but um, hopefully, so much to bitch hopefully, about. hopefully we made this movie more entertaining than actually watching the movie. But you know what? Give it a look if you'd like. If you haven't, if you've never seen it, give it a look. Be a judge for yourself. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. All the uh, Potter and Family, the Castaways, Movie Pod Squad, love y'all. And stay tuned the next couple of weeks. We got some uh, interviews coming up, and mm-hmm. of course our full length commentary for Japan Month, and uh, everything we learned in Japan. I think our, yes, yeah, I think our next one's going to be everything we learned in Japan. Oh yeah, uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it is. So until next time, I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy, and this is everything, everything I, I learned from, from movies. movies. Hit us up on the Facebook, the Tweet Tweets, the Instagram, the tweet Tinder. Tweets. We're everywhere. Oh, Steve, guess what? What's that? We got a full length commentary coming up. We sure do. Pokemon! Got ketchup! Uh, you're gonna love that so much. Oh, that movie is fucking awful. But which one? Find out which of the 29 movies we're doing! 2000! <laughs> Alright. There are not 2000 movies, honey. There's only 29. <laughs> I don't know, The Rise of Darkrai might be next! It could be. Or the. Pikachu, I choose the curse, you. the curse of Mewtwo, Electric Boogaloo? Uh, yeah, uh, uh. Was it a Celebi? Uh, the search for Celebi's gold. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know enough Pokemon to make bad puns. I was going to try to work the quickening in there, but I'm like the bulbasauring, the cubotening, <laughs> the squirtling. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, have a good night, uh, everybody. Night, everybody.